Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansoor, and I'm joined, as always, by my common cool co-host, Alexander Volch. Say hello. Hello. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time, except for our shorter singles episodes like this, where we discuss one album at a time. And uh, who, who are we covering today? Mama Leek. Diner Coffee by Mama Leek. This was uh, suggested to us by our history guy, Tom, on our on our Discord channel. Yeah. Uh, where we take all these suggestions for our EAE singles episodes. And uh, he, he suggested it to us, and I was immediately intrigued because... Tom has some fucked up taste. He has some of the most brutal and interesting taste. Uh, everything he's he's like requested or suggested to me, I've ended up becoming a big fan of. Mm-hmm. And just by that alone, I knew that we had to cover this. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I love this ye- yet, but I'm really glad I listened to it. I have not heard anything like this. No, you have not. <laughs> um, and I was I was so like intrigued after listening to it i was like well maybe that's just their mo and i went back and yeah i think this is like new new waters for venturing in new waters for the band too so this is a band that i have no knowledge of whatsoever i love this album i think it's fucking crazy and kind of incredible also this getting ahead of myself they totally named the album title it's just like for the weird brand of heavy music they do i think it just like yeah if you if you like extreme music you you can listen to this in a diner while having coffee in terms of extreme music this is bizarre it is it's totally bizarre i wouldn't even like i so i'm just seeing their bandcamp page for the first time Mm -hmm. and they are self a self-proclaimed black metal band yeah, yeah. Wiki Wiki goes with the safer experimental metal label. Well, the, the, the little bio it says two. Oh, no, 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 I'm not denying I'm, that, but I'm saying like, yeah. like it's such an interesting thing that I would never guessed. It's, it says two anonymous brothers recording in San Francisco and Beirut. Mama Lake repeatedly creates some of the most intriguing, aesthetically realized black metal anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I also didn't know they were anonymous. I knew the San Francisco thing. Didn't know the Beirut thing. With uh, the Middle Eastern influence makes sense. And yeah, I'm some part of Lebanese myself, so I, I like the connection. There you go. And then yeah, some of the reviews I I went over on their earlier albums because this mm-hmm. is not an album where I'm listening to every album by Mama Leek. Um or a band that you're listening to. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I went skimmed over some reviews and they seem to be more driven by that Middle Eastern sound on some of their earlier albums. Uh-huh. And there is none of that here i can't believe how many albums they have it's insane how many I, albums they i was have. expecting three there how many is this was uh eight it looks like eight it's it's a lot well they you know they've been around since 2008 so yeah. this is clearly uh a, a passion project for them it can't make them a lot of money but uh i'm glad they're being weirdos still i love them i have no idea what the rest of it sounds like but yeah. this <clears throat> this album and some of the the strange nostalgia that it, it, it triggers nostalgia it's wonderful yeah and it's blended with this really obvious harshness but it never feels like metal mm-hmm. none of this feels like metal at all to me i mean sometimes only does. the vocals sometimes or well, vocals a lot of the time sometimes to me it, it does but uh it's definitely heavy but the parts where it's not heavy is <laughs> so if we're if we're going track by track, 
I mean, so the 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 intro uh, libations to sacred clowns is already like we are crazy, but we're not metal. That's what that that track screams. I mean, yeah, it's um, it's like a track with like people laughing, but it sounds like they're laughing at you. There's some some heavy riffs over it. It's kind of disturbing. Yeah, it's a uh, like pounding single notes with these long chokes. Mm. Long breaks of silence, and in the silence, you get the, the, these really, you know, exaggerated laughing, um, you know, Carrie style laughing, and I, it's less than a minute, and it's definitely an intro, and then it, then the actual opener, Boiler Room, is fucking brilliant. Love it, yeah. Oh my god, it, it's just jazzy as shit. Like the, a lot of the album is jazzy. You're gonna see a lot of that word when you people talking this about this. This is song. like the well, maybe because it's the first like song, too. yeah. To me, it felt like the most like jarring and like the most jazzy. It's it, it is extremely jazzy. It's a little. It's still a, little, a lot more herky jerky and proggy, and the, the vocals are very David Yao. There's a lot of David Yao kind of stuff on I, here. I, it actually was, stuff. It actually made me think of um, Brainiac. The like effects on the vocals, oh. and also the like smashing of of styles on here. Brainiac was a you know a lot of really uh, clean stuff over this really ridiculous, insane, uh, loud stuff, uh, and that's why we love them. But. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they yeah, there's, a lot, there's, a, there's a lot of blending of really clean stuff within the, the crazy with distortion. Yeah. yeah. So um, they sound nothing like Brainiac. No, but no. Made me think of. Uh, so Boardroom is brilliant. It has, you know, the bigger, loud, uh, louder noise rock sections in between uh, these herky jerky, really, really pretty jazz sections. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it, it goes into this lengthy section with these heavy swells. Yeah. And it just gets more and more like oceanic and pretty and it's you you would never expect a song like that to go that way and that's mm. most of the songs here and there's plenty of like unpredictable moments in i guess a lot of music but here it has this permeating guitar tone it's very clean it's a gorgeous tone it's fucking super reverby and spacious and very clean and it cuts through everything. Mm. Sometimes this dude is doing some really impressive solos or these really unusual melodies, uh, complex unusual melodies. And sometimes he's just doing some bluesy licks. It all sounds so fucking pretty. Yeah. There are, um, the blending of jazz guitar riffs with like heavy riffs is very interesting. Um, I think like my favorite track is Grief and Headhunter's Rage. Oh yeah. That's because um that's kind of where I nailed like you know the really challenging like this like um for those of you who are fans of Miles Davis's Bitches Brew yeah, yeah. or more cool jazz stuff. Well, that's not cool. Well, well, it, no, it, it's, it's not. Oh, it's cool to me. It but, is cool. But there is some, uh, I don't know if it's considered cool jazz. I'm not, I'm not big on jazz or I don't know a lot about it, but it's the kind that you associate with literal diners and coffee and, or noir movies. Yeah, but like Bitches Brew and- I know that's not like that. I haven't heard that. Yeah, one. yeah. Bitches Brew and um, Herbie Hancock's Sex Tent are the two where they're like kind of dark and moody. Yeah. And I thought about those albums a lot. And then I- like yeah grief and Hannah's rage kind of is like 
really fucking nails that vibe. It really it, does have a lot of that noir nostalgia on that Especially one. in the beginning and um and then like you kind of what you said about those swells could be used to describe a lot of the songs here, but um you never feel like you're listening to the same song twice. No. It, it, fuck, man, it's so crazy. It's so unusual. So that song, it has all the suspense of a slasher flick, like up up to and including the heartbeat bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does that for like three straight minutes where it's just uh, a lot of, like I was saying, like the noir, uh, old detective sounding ambience in the background. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's this really like dreading thing coming towards you. And then, yeah, at around three and a half minutes, it kicks in with all with all the whole band or whatever. The two more instruments, even though it's only two guys. Yeah. Uh, and it really feels like re- like recent Swans, specifically uh, the Seer Returns. Yeah. It sounds so much like that song. Yeah. Uh, with like that that type of rhythm, that really heavy driving uh, kind of four four thing. And then at, at the after that, at the end, it goes into a clearly Jesus Lizard inspired thing that fucking rules. Mm-hmm. So you get you get all kinds of shit. You get weird Nora stuff, uh, almost synthy, Sasha stuff, it, it, Swans, Jesus Lizard. I did think about carpet John Carpenter music for a quick second yeah. there. Uh, so that song is amazing, and uh, there's just so much weirdness in in odd moments that I think will get lost on people who I mean we don't have the patience or are put off by extremely growled vocals. Vocals are insane here. This is like, I think it's like the ultimate low point. They're yeah, they're fucking insane. It is screamy, like gruff. It's death metal. It's like death metal growls. I I like them better than death metal vocals. Um they're they're a little bit less goofy than death metal, but it's either really growled stuff or David Yao S screams with like a lot of, you know, effects and distortion on it. I think the album is at its most uh, David Yao like during bad timers because um, David Yao is the king of s- making you think of a homeless man screaming. And, He's the uh, best at it. And bad timers. I wrote, uh, oh, I see a, a homeless man wandered into the diner now and is doing his open mic set oh if you've been to la well you've seen plenty of that uh and that's just i don't know this is like the perfect album art and title oh, for to describe to dude describe the cover this. i i really love the cover if yeah. it's technically stupid as shit <laughs> like it's just it's simple and it's funny but, i don't but know like you hear the music and you see this art and you're like it looks it kind of makes it, sense. Everything complements each other. It's so weird. And this is what I said on our, our uh, Black Country Nero episode where you can't judge bands by their co- album covers and band titles anymore because you get shit like this, Diner Coffee, with songs like Diner Coffee. The song it, Diner Coffee. <laughs> it's weird how I think that's like the most quote unquote normal song but also maybe i had this been in doctrine at that point where i'm just like on board possibly because there is a lot of wild yow vocals in that song still a crazy ride no doubt and that is one of their their more jesus lizardy sounding songs i think it's fucking incredible and it's where i finally uh settled on my absolute love of whoever the hell is playing guitar mm-hmm. who i don't know because i well they're anonymous, they're anonymous yeah but mr guitar player holy shit uh because it's choices and it's not just like i said earlier with the, the really pretty ethereal 
uh, water sound, not water sounding, like just, you know, spacious sounding guitar that kind of cuts through everything. It's the things he's playing are so unusual. They feel nostalgic, but also like you've never heard it before. Yes. Which is, it's a thing that I couldn't tell you how it can be done. It doesn't seem like it's possible, but they, they somehow did it here. And it's so damn pretty. And then in that song, in the title track, they go into this like, bluesy jammy section that's not it's, boring no it's great i hate bluesy jammy you shit, really do but goddamn, it's wonderful it, yeah this i was not bored for a second not to mention it's not even a, it's a very short album it's, it's like a very, 35 minutes yeah this is um if if you like more experimental things if you like looking for something different like you got you gotta give it a try it is definitely different. I think the vocals will put a lot of people off, which is a shame. But like you said, if, uh, you know, the the people we kind of act like we've covered Jesus Lizard, oh, yeah. covered Brainiac. Uh, if, these, if, are, these are like literally my favorite bands of all time. If you like those bands, yeah. very much check check this. You you yeah. you have to you're doing yourself i'll even go so far as to say you're doing yourself a disservice if I, you don't listen to this album i think so because uh there's so much strangeness um that i can't let go of like the intro to bad timers is like it's just pretty it's just fucking beautiful mm-hmm. it's just cut and dry beautiful and then it goes into one of the most unstable non-grooves I've heard in a long time. Yeah. It sounds intentionally out of rhythm. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's, it never feels accidental or like, oh, these guys don't know how to play. Yeah, it, yeah. it's it's sloppy in a Jesus Lizard way. Where yeah. Jesus Lizard is actually not a sloppy band. They just have like this essence of, of crazy. This and, and, chaos. Yeah, even though like they are one of the, the tightest bands. But in bad timers around three minutes in it drops the crazy rhythm and just goes in with this the fucking killer bass line. And then what sounds like train horns, mm-hmm. it, it's like so many crazy unusual sounds that all fit the aesthetic of something kind of noir or jazzy and dinery. Yes. I, I'm such a sucker for that. And I will say usually when I've heard this attempt to fuse jazz with like heavy metal um i think of like imperial triumphant yeah or they this like they went like <sighs> that is they went so far off the deep that is a band <laughs> for another day um or so crazy or this band from norway because there's lots of bands called the shining this one's oh, right from norway and i like the way they do it but again that is a very like really fucking noisy and brutal and not that this isn't but they bring in the the more like i said like miles davis like it's like the mellow it's it's moody and dark yeah but it's it's still mellow and to be able to combine that with an abrasive form of music and not make it sound awkward is really impressive. It, yeah, it doesn't even sound Frankenstein or anything. It, no. It, it just sounds like a whole new thing that I've never heard before, mm-hmm. which is what you want when you start blending stuff. You, you, like it's it's Even though, sorry, I'm sorry I'm going to reference Death Heaven. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I've referenced well, Death Heaven. One day okay. we're going to do it. One day we'll do a whole episode without but doing it. But not today. Even though I do love them, maybe, maybe put that to past tense, maybe. Uh, I still love them. The, the way you describe them is like, oh, it sounds exactly like 
black metal with shoegaze. It sounds like it's so yeah, yeah. easy uh, where it doesn't really sound like a brand new thing. It sounds like those two things together. Yeah. Uh, like, it's still, why haven't more people thought of it? That's true. But like, yeah. this isn't, this isn't like, oh, this is black metal and jazz. It doesn't sound like either one of those things. It sounds like a whole new thing using those two things. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was so interested by this. I went back and listened to our Kurd- uh, Kurdite, Kurdite? Yes. And that is way more Kurdite. noisy, way uh-huh. more black metal. There is no jazz elements at all oh, wow. on there. So I'm, I'm really curious to go, go back and listen to, to more albums from them. And, um, yeah, good, good on them for going out on a limb and figuring out this crazy concoction that is diner coffee. Yeah. And it makes me also curious, like, well, what do they want to do after this? Like, I don't think they, judging by the little that we know about them, it seems like they're just going to keep making weird shit and different stuff. And this is probably going to, I don't, maybe it might be the last time we hear this weird jazz thing. A hundred percent. So yeah, I'm hoping every album I go to is totally different. There's probably some overlap, but yeah, I mean, this, this just feels so fresh that it feels like, I don't know, maybe, maybe you can get another album out of this. I wouldn't, they, well, they're good writers. Like yeah. these songs are really well written. Those are oh no, truly if, unique if, melodies. If you were a shitty writer, you could not pull the, you could not pull this off. Yeah, or maybe you you could pull off some of, some of the uh, you know the maybe the vibe around it, but not so much. It, w- it wouldn't resonate. I don't think the it would same be as, way. I think it'd get boring. Yeah, because a lot of the stuff you think it could get boring, especially with like a three minute intro with just a you know a, a thumping baseline. Or like a heartbeat baseline, but no, it's it's interesting the whole time. Mm-hmm. One that I find peculiar and sad about almost is I um what is it called? Save your poor wicked soul. Yeah, because I love it so much, and it is a minute and sixteen seconds. There's, yeah, I, I mean, it's so it's haunting, sad, and menacing all at once. Mm. It has all these like. I'm begging for it to be longer. It's so goddamn good. <laughs> Shit like that. It's just so, so odd. And, and I don't know. Ah, it just makes me all happy. Yeah. I love, I love like the, the titles too. What these songs like Warf Rats in the Moon. Like it's. Warf Rats in the Moonlight is a that great does title. does kind of sound like a jazz it's, song. It really and I, does. I love like the visual too. Like, uh, this really, really fucking nailed it what else can we, what else has this band even done let's just look at some of these albums here man they've, first- they've done a lot and uh yeah i only went back one so uh yeah first album was uh 2008 i think they had two albums in 2008 is there a 17 minute song on there is that what is that, is that what i'm looking yep there's a whole yeah on the first album on the self-titled album anyway yeah uh, a whole 17 I mean, we did just cover Ruins of Beverest. Beverest. Yeah. Oh, so. I am pretty uh, comfy with ridiculous song lengths at this point. Unless it's the Mars Volta. Unless, because they don't do anything. <laughs> There's so much silence in there. I disagree. <laughs> it, and it's totally fair to disagree because the, arguably the same amount of bullshit is on these songs. Mm-hmm. I just like the way they do ambience better. They do the, the I don't know. There is there is ambience here, but I think they're a, a little more direct with it. They are, these are, and this is a short album, all things considered. These are long songs. Like the uh, the shortest actual song, not counting Save Your Poor Wicked Soul, is is like 
six minutes. Or f- or yeah, five fifty. Yeah, six minutes. Longest is around eight. Uh, so they're not. They're not. And but also the the thing the the little trick with long songs is like if they keep f- feeling like different songs in the middle of it, it doesn't feel long. Mm-hmm. Which is the case with with basically every song. Every song. Uh, has at least one change where it feels like a, oh there's a new song now. Yep. Uh, and it's just it's just things it makes things uh, more interesting that way. No one likes uh, ten minute Taylor Swift songs, um, except all of her millions of fans. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> no, no. You, well, I don't even remember what episode you bought that up on. It was one of the loose ends a long time ago. It was. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, is Mike overreacting? And then I listened to it. I was like, no, no. <laughs> it's that offensive. <laughs> it's that bad. I've heard people I respect, not in real life, more like reviewers that I like defend that song. And I'm like, oh, you can't trust them anymore. No. There it is. There it is. No. We're in the relationship. I almost, I almost feel like some people like her like to be like oh you know i'm i listen to everything i even listen to like taylor swift and it's like this this area where it's like it's not cool to like make i think well i'm sure there is some of that yeah i think there's a lot of people that are into i know people that are like like unironically into her Mm -hmm. that can't even really explain it (laughs) They they just like her they like the music they just some Something people up. no some people listening to t- taylor swift makes sense but then there's other people where i'm like i'm calling bullshit P- I'm, and I, i'm saying this the people that i don't think would like them you're you're yeah that and they're, they're like legitimately into her damn i don't fucking i'm there's an appeal there and i just fucking don't get it it's like how yeah again how other people see death metal that's how i see that shit our i think i already dug my own grave but i'm gonna I'm going to back away from it now. <laughs> That's all I'm going to. I don't get it. I'm, I don't care. I, I can't. Oh, well, nor can I, which is why I want to talk more about this band again. So if I'm, I'm assuming they don't play at all, then if they're if, by two anonymous brothers, are they unquote, wear fucking mask? Has anyone seen this band live? Let us know. Well, you just fucking, I mean, I'm sure there's nothing on. No, it's YouTube. There's everything on YouTube. We'll, we'll see. We'll see, dude. We'll see. Right here, dude. There's no live. They're, yeah, they're, yeah oh, they wear masks. Right. I'm wrong. They're wearing, they're wearing masks. masks. I fucking knew. And it, oh, oh, no. I see they have other. They outsource other musicians. It's not just two people. Yeah, yeah. There's no way they can perform these songs with just two people. There's yeah, yeah. Wait, there's so much going on. Uh, and from the little bit we're seeing here, uh, that vocalist is just doing vocals. Yep. So now I'm wondering... Who's the who's the guitar player? Who's the magic man? Because clearly he's not one of the two originals. Unless I, it's him on guitar. I know. It I could ju- be him I, on guitar. I just went like drum drummer. I don't know. I don't know how this band works. Don't know. Um, don't know. I'm gonna look up some of these live clips. Um, yeah, that's fucking fascinating. Because I would like to see some of this shit live. There, I think uh, these days more and more people are like stepping up. To, are, are they touring for this album? I don't know. I can't really find much. But I think more and more bands are stepping up to pulling off these songs, these kinds of songs live. I guess they would, they would have it on their band camp if they were. They were touring, yeah. I think the the use of samples and um, they do not have any upcoming tour dates. Um, I think the use of samples and keyboards and 
people realizing they can get a lot out of so little and laptops is is key for that or the the uh black midi black country new road approach or just have a million members who are all on the same page somehow along with the fuck you find each other yeah that's i guess the arcade fire singer is in some shit but like the arcade fire has a hundred people in it or slipknot or slipknot you need someone to you in the clown mask no i don't want you to play a real instrument i need you to play a beer keg that's right a beer keg forgot there's a keg player a beer keg with a baseball bat Uh, no 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 no. not another song just one song (laughs) we're gonna have your own name your own credit your own mask whatever you want to do for the rest of the life said do it it would do it jump off go home (laughs) go home I didn't realize they actually had a legitimate beer kick play. I, I don't listen to Slipknot, and he's, now I, I'm regretting it. He's he's a per- percussionist, and they, they put the beer keg on the side of his... So he hits other things. He, he has other drums. He has, a couple, of, he has a, a, a couple tubes that are probably made of metal. It's a cool fucking song, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind me... Sp- I digress. I went. I went off. Right, we got time, dude. We, got, fucking, we got fucking time. Um, Slipknot, let Mama Leak open up for you and let them borrow some some members, dude. At least I almost felt guilty about not knowing more things, but then finding out that they're anonymous, I I feel less guilty. So. There, there is literally two videos of them playing live. No, there's and probably three years ago. There's probably more. You the way YouTube oh, oh, well, where you search for things, it fucking sucks. It now, fucking sucks now. It's not it is really not good for finding it um, is dude and, and for anybody who hasn't isn't a YouTube person like me, I searched it. I got like four results and then and uh, see how it says like you more. Yeah. And then and then it like cuts you off, cuts you off, puts people also watch. And, and then, then it goes back to your normal feed. Yeah. And then then you're previously watched. Like, I know I watched Giannis Pappas's special. I, I'm trying to find Mama Leak here. Exactly. <laughs> Man, I wonder if they fly a guy in from Beirut to do these shows. I wonder if he even is from Beirut. I wonder who. Yeah, that's part of the like mystique. Uh, the the mystique, the the appeal of uh, these guys. And yeah, they. They got to have day jobs. Imagine they're like in huge bands. <laughs> it could be. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, there's a lot of bands who've done that, but the one I'm thinking of for some reason is the band Ghoul. <laughs> like no one who gives a fuck about Ghoul. I don't even really That's like them that much. That's because they got cool album art and logo. It is full on like gore comic style. Yeah. It's very cool. I did like, uh, like a couple of the albums when I was a teenager a lot. I mean, I'm pretty sure like the members of those bands are in like big established bands. I forgot. Yeah, who was if they even if I even knew, and then another interesting one which is uh not at all, at all famous, but I think it's Fasthead, uh, which had and it was never confirmed, but everyone just kind of knows. Mm-hmm. Fucking Trace Bruins from Mr. Bungle and Secret Chiefs Three, yeah, and uh, a Mr. Neil Hamburger on vocals. Oh <laughs> man, but Greg Turkington, not 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 the character Neil Hamburger, no, yeah, yeah, but like they all wore like stupid like masks i forget what the masks were but they're like ridiculous uh and it's a goof, goofy crazy band that i kind of enjoyed it's like a metal band but they're way sloppier and sillier uh hey you never know who's buying those masks you never know yeah unless it's like a couple of fucking nobodies like daft punk <laughs> they're just oh it's two french guys cool two french guys think you you think they're real good at sampling but in actuality 
they're really just playing you these these songs they found uh yeah one of the most overrated bands of all time oh sorry sorry but this is a monoleak episode this we don't is, give a fuck about daft punk here i kind of give a fuck about daft punk they have good songs here and there but i don't think they're all that original no around the world around the, the world. world yeah man that's i hate that song as a kid but i get it i get why it's i i don't what because it's this that's just it that's the whole song and it is the whole song yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's got some kind of beat to it, though, I guess. They got better. They got better things. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I guess we've exhausted our monolith knowledge and uh, dialogue. We, Aside from the fact that we love this. Oh, I love this album. You appreciate the album. I appreciate it. I'm, I might come around to loving it. I realize uh, as we do more of these, I'm not good to committing to my feelings. <laughs> nor should you be why yeah. should you make up your mind on anything in the world ever do that's, you have plenty of time to learn that's what the year-end episodes are for and even then oh man i'm <laughs> sure i've made some that. regretful decisions on some of those but yeah i mean if you need some, some some sort of a summation it's a great album it's equal parts noisy madness and nostalgic beauty in a weird like cool jazz almost kind of way noir bitches brew jazz yeah uh that guitar tone is fucking angelic with like truly original lines and leads Uh, unhinged homeless people vocals yeah they dance between death metal growls and and david yow howls uh they're i think they're the least amazing thing here but i don't find that they intrude uh Mm -hmm. that might be a dope breaker for some people yeah i think uh, the, the writing is just unmatched and i and i love it for weirdos uh people who are looking for experimental things or if you like heavy music with a twist definitely check it out hell yeah so uh thank you so much for listening and watching and hanging out with us thank you tom for, uh, for suggesting this one it's uh it's uh i like it and it's going to make my list i'm sure it is if, if it doesn't make my list it's only because i found other stuff that's a little bit better but it's up there yep. it's up there god damn it yep uh, so yeah, if you can find the full album, uh, Spotify link to the full album in the description. We usually have playlists associated with most of the episodes, uh, and you can find all those at everyalbumever.com. You can follow me on all social media at Pander Monkey, and you can follow Alex on Instagram at Every Album Alex at A E A A. Yeah, Every I, Album Alex. That's another reason I picked it. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, please follow our, our history guy, Tommy. He's not only our history guy, but he's also the guy who suggested this episode. Is uh, Tom Osmond Sounds on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, he has a Substack, TomOsmond.substack.com, where he writes about all kinds of music. He's also a, a, an actual music journalist, and he interviews people. He might have interviewed someone from Mama Leak. I forgot. It's he, possible. He has pulled off uh, some interviews for us on smaller bands. It's he, impressive. He's pulled off some interviews for us uh, in the past and he he's in continue- future and he continues to do so uh, and it's actually pretty fucking awesome uh, he also makes music uh, his debut album so much for all on days work you can find a link to that in the description as well as a link to my debut ep pander monkey uh it's uh it's very cool if you like weird music it's not even that weird it's just it's just different ish so uh check it out if you like that uh i think that's is that about it i think i think pa- that's about pa- it did we say page oh Patreon.com slash every album ever. Hey, you get the, you get the, you get bonus episodes. You get to, you get to see your schedule in advance. You get to vote on polls. Oh my God. You get, you get to you just join our discord and join our discord. Suggest these shorter albums. It may seem like favoritism that I picked an album from a guy who works with us. It's not, it's just the one that stuck out to me. And I thought would be interesting. Uh, to talk about for all, for all of us. Uh, you could also be a tier two bigger than Jesus and suggest a full ass discography for us to cover. Uh, 
And that's a, you know, those are harder. Those take longer and, uh, but they are thorough and they are cool. That but you got to be too. Yes. And that is what brought us to the dance is those big oh, yeah. episodes. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we ain't stopping those. We ain't stopping those. We, this. Yeah. Oh God. Some of them are hard. Oh God. Oh, Some God. are, but. Um, I th- yeah. So yeah. I think we're done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure we're done. Yes. Uh, all right. What the fuck are we going to listen to? You can have, you should pick. I, there's not really, there's not even a bad choice. There isn't. And it's, it is a tough choice and I'm not sure exactly, but I think, I think I'm going to go with the title track. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Hell, Hell yeah. Oh yeah. So thanks so much for listening and watching. See ya.